This is Homer and Tony. Oh, baby. When I have promoted and pushed for Hank the Dog being in the Brewers Walk of Fame, and I feel the same way now. Hank the he Dog. He should be there. Hey there, Hank the Dog. Some guy tweeted, F you and the dog. Somebody turned him in, and I said, I'd just as soon go have lunch with the person. Why? I don't know. I'm just curious what they think about stuff. I don't not worried about anything. He just told you what he thought. I know about that one time. Yeah. After hearing his take, do you actually want to hear more of his take? Sure. Really? Yeah. That's the difference between me and you. I love you, man. F you and the dog, and I you want to hear more. Tell me more. Yeah. That's right. I don't think so. See, that's the difference between Your me and mama. you. That's all I got to say. I'm not good at understanding bad take because I've never had one. Oh. So I really don't. Right. I'm just kind of guessing what it's like. Can we pull that one? Pebble, has Homer ever had a bad take? No, we don't need to yes pull or no. that. New mail. It'll be 100%. <laughs> it should be 100%. The only person who would vote no is who? Me. I got one vote. There goes Please. the 100%. Broadcasting live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at the Avenue. This is Homer and Tony. In perfect harmony, the Hall of Famer, Tony Smith, is on assignment. We'll be back tomorrow together as Marquette will be at home tomorrow night against DePaul. Three games left. All Marquette needs to do is win one game, and they have at least a share of the Big East regular season championship. And there are three games left. DePaul at home, Butler on the road, St. John's at home, and those are three of the bottom four teams in the Big East. It's all but over, even if you can't say it's over. So tomorrow night should be a huge celebration with a win over DePaul because that will, at the end of the game, mean they are Big East champs. All that will be left is to decide whether someone else will be Big East champs with them. Because, again, up two with only three games to go. Yeah, so the latest bracketology that uh, Joe Lenardi put out for ESPN. What are they up to three? And Marquette, a three seed yeah. playing uh, 14 seed Toledo in Columbus. Yeah, that's what they need. They need a Toledo in the first round. Um, John Morant doesn't play for Toledo. He does not, no. no. Do you think Toledo will make the uh, NCAA championship game? I don't think so. Those will be the last two first-round games of Marquette. And... Uh, in the NCAA tournament, unbelievably. Uh, Who knows if Toledo's even going to win the MAC Conference Championship tournament? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they'll get uh, UWM. They have UWM would probably be a uh, uh, 16, 16 seed. Probably, yeah. yeah, they they got a shot. They're right near the top. They uh, they won again last night. Yep, I think they're a game and a half behind Youngstown State. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but you got to win that conference. Nothing matters but the postseason tourney. But they are certainly uh, among the top. Four teams there. That would be amazing. Marquette and UWM. First round of the NCAA tournament. That's from Could they be a... Uh, they could be a 15. Cause yeah. I think Youngstown State's a 15 right, right. now. Because so, they're predicting them to win the but, conference. But Marquette would have to be a 2. Marquette would probably have to win the big... If Marquette won the Big East tournament, they they'd, might be a, be, a they'd be a 2. Definitely. And okay. UWM and Marquette. First round of the NCAA tournament. That would be amazing on so many levels. All right. Top three at three. The best of the best. The pick of the litter, the creme de la creme. This list is as exclusive as it gets. Three, two, one. Okay, let's run. It's the top three at three with Homer and Tony. It has to be Marquette. 
picked, I believe, by the coaches. Out of the preseason, they didn't ask me, but I'm not sure. I, I didn't think it was the media. Preseason picked to be number nine in the 11 team Big East. Marquette has all but clinched a regular season championship with three games remaining. You better say all but clinched. Don't you think that'd be good? Otherwise, they'll blame yeah, me. Yeah, because they're not officially yet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But they, yes. Pick to fin- When's the last time you can remember a team picked to finish ninth of 11 teams and has all but clinched it with three games left? That's how far you are ahead, even though you are picked ninth. So that's because they did want to also uh, mention Bo Ryan, but I will uh, get to that later. The fact that he's not in the Hall of Fame and is not even part of the group this year is pathetic. Um, and all Marquette people should state that as well. That's how pathetic it is, even though much must, much of his greatness was at Wisconsin. In this case, it doesn't matter. When something's this outrageous, even Marquette people have to say so about a former Wisconsin coach. All right, Pebble. And uh, my story in the top three three today, the Bucks back in action tonight against the Miami Heat. Started the second Ain't half of the no season for them. no way he's playing. He's questionable. Oh, he's Injury not Injury report playing. has come out. He's questionable. No. It's encouraging at a minimum, Homer. It is, yes. The wrist looks like a small bump in the road yeah, for the Greek it's freak. encouraging. There is no way he's playing. Yeah, I don't think he's going to play, but, uh, I mean, sit him out. A lot of big games ahead still. Uh, but just the fact that uh, he's yeah, it's not that serious. questionable. Yeah. yeah, he's not completely out. And he's practicing probably, so it's it's very very uh, good news that the Greek freak's going to be returning to action sometime soon in the near future. Then he's not going to be out missing for quite a few games. It looks like so. That's yeah. good news for the Bucks. And do as many games as you want. Doesn't matter. Just worry. That Giannis it. is just built different, Homer. Yeah. Yes, he seems to have a body that can recover. Um, I would agree with that. But well, how do I don't know what the time is on when they? Well, they could do it, but they doesn't mean he's not going to play. But he's probably he has not been ruled out. Is that well? Uh, yesterday they submitted an injury report and he was ruled doubtful without rigorous sprain. But now today, friend of show and Eric Name tweeted yes. out as of the two thirty injury report today that Giannis have been upgraded to questionable for tonight's game. Right? I'd still be shocked. Um, but I think he wants to play. But uh, I, think, I, think, I think it's just sitting him out for a couple of games isn't going to hurt anything. Right. Just to get him fully back in yeah, action. Yeah, we, we don't have Dr. Smith, our basketball doctor, to tell us about that. But, yeah, there's no, no reason for him to play at all. We know one thing. I mean, it just to me, it'd just be wrong if he plays. You know, we know one thing. You know what we know, Pebble? What's that? Jake he, Crowder's not going to play? No, he's not 100%. Did they say Crowder's not playing too? Uh, he wasn't on the injury report. Yeah. There's a question. No. But no, you know, is, is Giannis 100%? No. No. Then why not. would he play? There's no reason. There's no reason for him to play. There's no good reason for it to play. If it's there are bad reasons. If something was on the line, if it was a playoff game, he'd definitely be out there, yeah. I think. But uh, yeah. no, for. The first game back to start the second half of the or the unofficial right. second half of the season. No, I don't. I don't know why. Needed. I don't know why even that they haven't announced that he's out. 
Um, but 1-800-990-3776. I guess I'll have to go to uh, have to go back to Twitter. And this is why Jason should be on Twitter. Jason should just never read Twitter. He doesn't need to know how people respond, but Twitter needs people like Jason to have comments about what's going on so that you can, that would improve Twitter. Do you want Aaron Rodgers quarterbacking the Packers next season? 63% say no. Ah, oh, I was off by you 7%. Thought, I said 70, 70, 30, yeah. It seems to be moving in Rodgers' direction a little bit, but we're still early. Do you want Aaron Rodgers quarterbacking the Packers next season? 63% say no. There you have it. 1-800-990-3776. Yes, we'll get to. But we have Dylan coming in, right? To yeah, make Dylan's you some money. Price picks, yep. Yeah, price picks. They give you free money every Friday. Free money. You put $20. And if you lose, they give you your 20 back. Now, yes, you have to bet again. It's not like you get the money back. So I guess, do I have to change what I say? I mean, you're you're in for the $20, but you get all 20 back to bet again. And they do this every Friday. So if you bet the 20 and then you won, and you could quit then and take your uh, $40 back or whatever it is. They have a free Friday flex every Friday. And then, periodically, they give you something that's just like a freebie. Like a mine, I think if somebody has to have a 30-point game, I think it's Doncic. Well, just one game, he's going to have that. So I have to hit the other half right, which I did because I had Tiger Woods having a good enough score in round three of last week's tourney. So I've already won. I won 50 bucks. It's It's not free money, but it's as close as you can get. And do I bet any other times? No, pretty much not. Maybe once, that's it. Why? Because I could lose. This is why I get free money and I have an... All i got to do is find one other bet that I think is going to work. And uh, I turn 25 and uh, into 75. Like that. So They make it as easy as you will find in any form of gambling anywhere on the planet Earth. That's why we have Dylan on to help you. If they weren't so nice about how they do it, Prize Picks, Dylan wouldn't be on. I don't know if we told him that. He's next, along with a discussion on how outrageous it is, wrong, outrageous, that Bo Ryan isn't already and also isn't a part of the Basketball Hall of Fame class for 2023. Dylan's next. We will get to Bo Ryan should be in the Hall of Fame, yes. I want Marquette fans to join that and sign whatever needs to be signed. That must change, even if he did do some of his greatness at Wisconsin. It's time to make money. We have prize picks. They go out of their way to give you free money, assuming you're going to be stupid and spend it. But you don't have to. You just just take the free money. Our money man, Dylan, joins us on Friday. It's Flex Friday. You feeling Flex, good? Flex Friday, you get a free $20 pick. I do want to emphasize that it would be disingenuous to say that you get your money back because while you get your money back if you lose, you do have to bet that money because they put it into your, uh, what do they put it in there? They don't put it back into your they give you like money. promo money. Promo money. Yeah. You, you can't get the promo money and, 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 and withdraw it until you put it into the regular 
area. Yeah, right? so it's basically you just get to re-roll your play. Yes. So it's, so it's, it's, it's something. It's, well, no, it's full. Who gets to make a bet and then if you miss the bet, you get all your money back? It's very rare. Very rare. And I mean, again, they do it in a way that you can miss one of the picks. In fact, you have to make it as a uh, flex pick. That's true. But if you come out of something thinking, oh, I could have gotten $100 and no. I got $5. I did, I no, did a four-price pick because normally I don't do that. And if I hit four right, I think the 20 turns into 100. That's right. And if it, I hit three of the four, I think the 20 turns into 45 or 50 or something. I win twenty bucks or something, and I can so I can miss one. All right, but again, the key to prize picks, please understand, is that you want to make as small a pick as you can. Like normally, I would take three, try to get two right. I win less, but I have a much better chance. I just thought since I get my twenty bucks back, hey, I can use the all the other ones I use it on. I'll probably take two, and that's it. Yeah, you could roll all that money back, and you can just play some fivers. Play I mean, some, me personally, I just play five bucks most of the time. Right, if I'm and playing. You, you make two picks. All you got to do is hit two. There you go. That's $10. And then, and then you get the freebie. I got it on Donchitz, where he has to have one 30-plus game. Wasn't that one in the, in the last, what, 25 games? That's all he needs, one so that's a freebie. All I got to do is get one more, and I already got it right. I already have the money because I picked it at uh, Tiger Woods to have a good score in one round. He... Matt the score, so I turned turned at twenty five into seventy five, and all I'm waiting is for Doncic to get one game of thirty points or more, which they're admitting is a given. It's true, and, and you know he's going to get it because he's done it in more than half of right. his games. I mean, this year. they do this where you know, like they have it once in the NFL where they said the who was it in the Mahomes had to have one yard passing in, in the, the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Same thing, it's a freebie. So I got to get, I got to find a way to get one right. To, to turn 25 into 75. It's like a gift. It is, yes. And they're hoping that you'll be stupid enough to make stupid bets trying to get a five-team parlay in the future. Well, but if I don't make the stupid bets, all I do is keep adding money. What, a stupid bet like trying to bet on the uh, Rising Stars Challenge? That's a stupid bet. <laughs> now, if you're trying to get all five. Um yeah, but I didn't look into that. I think you have a better idea next year. They've kind of changed, you know, who plays. And I, I think next year, I'll, I'll be curious on your picks because I think you'll have uh, figured out how, which players. That's right. Well, the All-Star game was actually a better one for betting because yes. at a certain point, it was like, all right, well, we know who's hunting for the ball. We know who wants to score. Right. So yes. might as well just, okay, Jason Tatum, Damian Going Lillard, over, going over. Yes. Yeah. Going over. All right. Uh, make you some money. Prize picks help. And, again, the other thing they do, um, that if you put 100 in, they give you a free 100. So you start at 200 instead of 100. And there's there's no, there's no, yeah, but this. No, but you got, no. There's nothing. A lot of times when you do that, the uh, they will force you to play a certain amount, like six times. You'll, they'll turn 100 into 200. But you, in order to be able to get that money, you have to, Bet a thousand dollars in bets. Yeah, something that's not obtainable for a lot of people who are just betting casually. Right, just this way you don't. On a game with the, the prize picks is as nice as any gambling site can be in terms of uh, those kind of things. It's so. true. It's it's not intimidating like the other options. Correct. You know, it's a little bit more playful. It's a little low right. stakes. Yeah, you put what you want on it, no, but at it, the same time, you know, you can put five dollars right. in and, and so just they'll enjoy say the other game. sites will say you bet a thousand, we'll give you a thousand free. So now we're two thousand. But in order to get that second thousand back, 
you have to make $10,000 in bets or something huge. So your chances of getting it back are a lot less than you really think because that's a lot of betting, and you have to be pretty good at it, and that's really hard. Well, that's how they get people who sign up for the app, put their money in, lose one bet, and then they just never do it again, and they delete the app. Yeah. That's why prize picks, they get you to stay because they make it a little bit more fun for the They give you a shot. You get a good shot. Right. As good a shot as you'll find. All right, what do we have here? Starting off with Trey Young, over 35.5 points and assists against the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's averaging 37 points and assists on the season, 38 at home this year. And his last two home games against Cleveland, 30-9, and 41-9. and nine. So, so he's put up some big numbers. Trey Young, them. over 30.5 points and assists. They have different categories. You know, the one they give you first points. And are you giving these in order of uh, which ones are the best? Is that the best pick, or you're moving in that direction? I rank them by gut confidence. Okay, order right, me. yeah. So that you have to pick three. You need three. Right? In order to do the flex, you can't flex two. No, you can't flex two. That's a power play. Power play, yeah. So you have to flex three. So the first one you would do is Trey Young or... I'd say Trey Young, yeah. He's, okay. he's not, it's All not right. often that he goes up against someone right. who's the same height as him. He's playing right. Darius Garland tonight, both six one small right. guards. And I, I would advise people to do this. If you go with a Trey Young and it fails, you might consider the same bet the next time Trey Young plays. Because some of these, they just... They might miss in one game, but they they probably don't miss, and you can catch up and consider that as an option. This is basketball. You know, guys have cold nights. It happens all the right. time. Well, and some but, guys are just better and more consistent. Exactly. You know, And Young, he's been fantastic recently. Right. Yes. Uh, and, and, you know, his coach just got fired. That has been a mess for about a year and a half. And so I think that team is going to want to come out and prove something now. And he's, it, it all starts with him. They're happy be. that they changed coaches? Well, it seems like it. All right. you know, there was okay. definitely some strife, and apparently the reports are saying that he was at, uh, this was Nate McMillan, he was asking out of Atlanta for like a year, right? something like that. I mean, it was just not a, a good No, they needed there. to make a change. Yeah. All right, Trey Young. All right, number two. Moving over to the Brooklyn Nets, we got Mikael Bridges going over 20 points against Chicago. He scored 20 or more points in eight of his last nine games. Uh, his last game that he played was a career-high 45 points. No, he's the man. He's awesome, and yeah, he's and it, the franchise star for the Brooklyn yeah. Nets now, so they're going to funnel a lot of shots through him. I'm not sure I wouldn't have that as number one. Oh, I certainly gave it a long look. I did, but I like to lean into superstars or okay. star players. Right? right, but he's become that. Yeah, it's true. I'll tell you what, he was also one of the first players I ever got to interview. One of the nicest guys you'll ever meet right. in your life. Good. Really good, right. good guy to root for. Bridges, over 20 points uh, with the Nets. He's the man now. We've got a homecoming tonight. Tyler Hero over twenty and a half points against the Bucks. Now we're looking yeah. at the Bucks being a little shorthanded tonight. It's looking like Giannis and Pat Connaughton are doubtful for the game. Is Connaughton good enough to be considered that they're not? No, I mean we're just we're just throwing him in there because right. Giannis right. is doubtful. Really, yeah. that's the the main well, story. I mean, I, but, there's uh, no reason Giannis <laughs> should play. It's, it's idiotic. He's not a hundred percent. Why do you play him? Tell me, give me one reason to play him. There's none. There's none. I've heard discourse about it being super beneficial for the Bucks to get that one seed because it would mean they could avoid the Sixers, who are a better matchup than anyone else okay. in the playoffs. But at you the same have to time, play does... this game to get the one seed. Yeah, exactly, we're not there yet. Exactly. I All mean, right. you got to let Giannis get nice, healthy. Nice try, though. All right, <laughs> all right. So here, over twenty and a half points. 
Yep, he's uh, he's hit that in four of his last five, and he had 24 against Milwaukee about two weeks ago. Yeah, uh, I don't know him, but I know he'd like to score. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. Especially and, when he's got fans and friends and yes, family and yes. attendance. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's going to try to put on a show. All right. Next guy up, Jalen Brunson, over 26.5 points versus the Wizards. Let me tell you, this is one of the best stories of the NBA season. Jalen Brunson, he went from being a number two guy to the number one well, scoring. I, I know Jalen Brunson. He was the star at Villanova, but he didn't score like this at Villanova. Never. No one thought he would become this, even if he did well in the pros. Great team player, assist ball, just everything you like about him. But this kind of scoring, no. There's yeah. nobody alive who thought it possible. The volume shooting is the thing that changed everything here. He started shooting threes at a higher volume and actually connecting on them. And everything right. else opened and up. And playing for a defensive-oriented coach. Right. And he scored 32-34 and 34 in his last two games against the Wizards this season. So 26.5 seems like now, Anybody who saw him in college is shocked. Of course. And the number five on the list, LaMelo Ball, over 7.5 rebounds against Minnesota. He's hit this in seven of his last ten games. He's grabbing about 8.5 per game. Rebounds. Yeah, he's a, a stat sheet stuffer in that regard. And let me tell you this. Charlotte just traded Mason Plumley, who was their starting center, oh, and so that team is tanking. More. Yeah, so they need Lamelo to crash the boards they're and bring to try the ball to get up. Seven four guy. Uh, I mean, anybody Everybody who's is. not in the play-in tournament right now should be tanking to get that yes. guy. Yes, I mean he's just amazing. Uh, when you see a, a seven foot five guy shooting one-legged threes, no, he's the first guy that has been discussed. Like he lives in the same neighborhood as LeBron. That's rare air. I mean, even Zion, when he got all of his hype, it wasn't even close to the LeBron thing. No, this is LeBron-like. Is it going to be as good as LeBron? You'd bet against it. But the... Uh, When LeBron was available to be drafted, uh, uh, somebody I know said to me, uh, Homer, he's Mozart. Uh, This is a 7-5 Mozart. (sighs) I mean, that's the way they talk about it. The skills and all the different skills in basketball IQ that he has, aside from being... That gifted with so many skills at that height. It's true. the The only thing is that the Hornets have uh, an All Star level young player already, right. and a lot of these other teams don't have one of those guys. So it's going to be real hard to catch up to a couple of them, like San Antonio, Houston, Detroit. Uh, no, they, they're Kong not going to catch up. They're just going to have to get lucky with the the with you know when the, when it's picked. Right. I mean, uh, New Orleans and Memphis jumped up to get Zion and Jaw. You never know. Yep. All right, so what's the last one again? That was LaMelo Ball over 7.5 rebounds against Minnesota. And Minnesota gives up the most rebounds per game to point guards this season. All right. Uh, Brunson over 26.5. Hero over 20.5. Bridges over 20. And then Trey Young over 30.5 points and assists. That's the slate. All right. And please understand, you don't have to pick all five. Um, Based on what you said, and you can do as few as three. It has to be a flex. You have to do it by what time is it tonight? By midnight or something like that, ten o'clock or something. Just go to the prize picks and make sure you follow the rules. And it has to be a flex. Can't be a power. And they're just giving you twenty bucks. Yep, up to twenty. If you and go if, over twenty, they won't give you your money back. And if you win, then I expect you to treat me at breakfast at Ted's. <laughs> Thanks, Dylan. <laughs> Thank you very much, Homer. Next.
Holy Famer. The Hall of Famer, Tony Smith, is on assignment. We don't need to play that one back. Uh, and Marquette again tomorrow night playing at DePaul with the Big East regular season title. Wrapped up, though it's not wrapped up. How can I say that? Uh, because they're up by two with three games left. And so you're really just talking about might they share it with someone. Uh, DePaul, Butler, the, and St. John's, the last three games, they're three of the bottom four teams. But again, with a two-game lead and only three to play, tomorrow night when they're at against DePaul at home, everybody can have a celebration. Marquette wins the game. They are guaranteed at least a share of the Big East regular season conference championship. And when you share it, no one cares and no one even remembers. I didn't even realize that when Marquette won the Big East, when Buzz Williams was the coach, they actually shared it with, I think, Georgetown and uh, and somebody else. Uh, who remembers? Nobody. Doesn't matter. They're the Big East Conference champions. Uh, still have never had a conference postseason tourney championship, and that even goes back to the great Midwest. Uh, and then when uh, Dwayne Wade was a part of it with Conference USA, and now, uh, in all likelihood, the Big East the second time. 1-800-990-3776. This is a great opportunity for Marquette fans to call in and say, yeah, Bo Ryan should be in the uh, Naismith Hall, the Basketball Hall of Fame. Um, they had a story Jeff Patrikas did in the Journal Sentinel. I admit, I haven't followed it because I've just assumed that uh, Bo Ryan was going to get into the Hall of Fame. There's just no way he can't be in. Uh, the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame in the article recently announced the finalists for the 2023 class. The group of 12 includes three men's coaches selected by the North American Committee. Uh, Gene Cady, uh, who was an outstanding coach at Purdue. Uh, but I think that uh, Bo Ryan has... Uh, Bo Ryan should, be getting, should get in before Gene Cady. Um, let's see, there are like two others. Um, hold on, here are people I've never heard of. David Hickson, who coached Division Three Amherst for 42 seasons, and Gene Bess, the head coach at Three Rivers Community College in Missouri for 50 seasons. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Someone could check. I'm not sure there's a uh, college coach more worthy of getting in than Bo Ryan. Gene Cady, um, he never made a Final Four. I mean, one of the reasons was because Wisconsin. He won six Big Ten titles. 512 and 270, 25 seasons. Reached the Elite Eight in 94 and 2000, losing to Wisconsin. And uh, uh, Purdue missed the NCAA field eight times. It um, doesn't. I mean, Bo Ryan took Wisconsin to back to back Final Fours. They made the NCAA championship game. Gene Cady never made a Final Four. Um, Big Ten titles? I don't even know, and I don't care. He won four. Um, and then, uh, of course, what he did in uh, at Platteville in uh, Division Three national title. So you have this combination. Uh, I think um, I thought uh, they'd lost ten games in ten years, but it says at Platteville, two hundred sixty-six and twenty-six in the nineteen nineties. But it it wouldn't even matter if he didn't coach at Platteville. Um, his overall record, I don't even care about anything. I mean, it's everything he did. He's just, if Gene Cady gets in then and got in, and Bo Ryan should have gotten in before Gene Cady. Um, again, Gene Cady, one of the great disappointments uh, as Purdue, and, and he was the one guy who was able to beat Bob Knight, who was in his prime at Indiana at the time, but he never 
made one Final Four. Um, let's see who's. Let me see Miller. Oh, among those coaches already inducted, John Cheney, uh, Marv Harshman, Ray Meyer, and Ralph Miller. I'm not sure any of them are worthy to be in before Bo Ryan. Um, Miller was at Oregon State, reached the Elite Eight twice. Um, mm, uh, joining us now is Tom Oates, uh, legendary. He's old like I am. I don't. Maybe he has an explanation. I I want to look into. We've worked on getting people into the Hall of Fame. Uh, I think we've helped um, to get uh, Leroy Butler into the Hall of Fame, Jerry Kramer in the Hall of Fame, because I know people that have been instrumental in the Football Hall of Fame. I don't know anybody in the Basketball Hall of Fame, but uh, this has to be pushed just as hard. This is this is insanity that he's not in. Joining us now is Tom Oates. I didn't even ask if you agree because I don't care. I think you do, but. This is nuts, Mr. Oates. I, I think it's a crime that Bo Ryan's not in the uh, Basketball Hall of Fame. Um, How is he not? I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's very NBA and professional oriented. Okay, fine. I'll give um, you that. So what? Which, which uh, there's, there's people in that Hall of Fame that haven't done one-tenth of what Bo Ryan in, in, okay, in but even in even in the to the college, the Bo Ryan should be in the Hall of Fame ahead of Gene Cady, and Cady's in this year. Bo Ryan, um, I, I don't know if he should be in ahead of Gene Cady. Gene Cady retired before he did. Now Bo, Bo was what a difference finalist. does that make? He never made. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Bo was a finalist. Bo before. was a final. Bo was a finalist before. Um, I think there was a. He was kind of a strong candidate shortly after he retired but then they had the whole messy situation and, and uh he kind of fell out i i don't know if people you know started looking at him a little differently because of that but i mean if you just look at his record he should be in the he should be in the basketball hall of fame based on his division three record alone and he would have there have uh, been others that have been and, put in if you consider the program, the basketball program at Wisconsin, what he did in 15, 16 years at Wisconsin, he could be in the basketball Hall of Fame for that. Yep. When you put them, to, when you put them together, it's 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 like I said, it's just criminal um, that he's not in the basketball Hall of Fame in in Springfield, Mass. It's just it's just wrong, and I don't know. What, why, when, how, it's a pretty secretive operation. But, you know, you see European coaches in there. You see WNBA coaches. What's WNBA's been 20 years existence. You know, I mean, it just, um, it just, it, it, it boggles my mind that Bo Ryan's not in the Hall of Fame. Now, and you, you set this straight. I want to make sure I didn't really explain it right. They recently announced the finalists. For the 2023 class, this isn't the group that's going to be in because uh, I don't know how many they pick. But this is the finalist, which I think you're right. He had been a finalist in the past, and I remember saying, "I don't, I don't know if Jay Wright got in or something." That is just a matter of time. But this year, he didn't even make finalist, which is a first, I think, from the past few years. Right? Hadn't he been a finalist for a few years in a row? I think so, and uh, I can't. I'd have to look it up, and uh, I can't quite recall. But I do know that he was, he's been a finalist. 
Right. And uh, I was surprised that he didn't get in. And now he seems to have fallen off the radar screen a little bit. And I'm just are you kidding me. Look at his record, you know, with, with, uh, at Platteville, uh, with his four titles, not just his four titles. He had the winningest college basketball program in the 90s of any program at any level. Uh, yeah, they, they were 266 the and 26. I, I always yeah. wondered how he could do that. I asked Nick Bennett, lost, who Nick Bennett, who played later at Stevens Point, they won back-to-back national titles. And he said, Nick goes, you, you don't understand how intense Bo Ryan was. I go, what do you mean? It's like, I had a friend who was at Platteville, and he said he was on the third team. He transferred because he wanted to play. He went to Eau Claire. He was first team all-conference. Nick said the best team in the conference was Platteville. The second best team was their second team. Yeah, no, I mean, what he did at Platteville was as dominant as any program, I think, has been at the Division Three level. So if there's one Division Three coach in that Hall of Fame, then Bo Ryan should be in there. Yeah, I just, and, like and, I said, and, I, did, I called you because I, mean, I want to start to find out who to talk we, to because we, just we like Leroy Butler, better. just like Jerry Kramer, and, and it can be a different different sports, this is, this is just historically wrong. We probably have a little better vantage point of what he accomplished at Wisconsin than people do nationally because a lot of people nationally might not understand how bad Wisconsin was for as long as that, you know, as as, as it was. Yeah, but I'm and, seeing, I would emphasize uh, to you, him, even if him, they weren't, even if Wisconsin had been good all those years, it doesn't matter given what he did. Say they had done it before to make the the final four in back-to-back years. Like I said, the best example is Gene Cady. Gene Cady's a finalist, even though... Everybody knows that it's hard to believe that he never made a Final Four, but it's on his resume as much as everything else he accomplished and has limited how high people have moved him up because he could never get it done even once. Yeah, but Gene Cady belongs in the Hall of Fame, yes, too. Yes, he does. I mean, there's, you know, they have different resumes, different, different this and that, but... Uh, for both, I mean, to me, the most amazing thing is never finishing below fourth in the Big Ten. I mean, we're talking one of the two or three most competitive conferences in the country, and you know, every once in a while, you have you have a year like Wisconsin's having this year, where they come up a player or two short, and and uh, you know, and they're not you know right up there contending for the top three or four, but to do that every single year. Uh, to me, the consistency, the, the thing about Bo Ryan is the consistency of the program he had at Platteville and the consistency of the program he developed at Wisconsin was, was in my opinion, as good as anyone's ever done it. They, they reached a high level of consistency and they, of, of, of uh, achievement, and they just stayed there. They, there weren't ups and downs. There were, you know... No, and I would say, and he had the elite years. I was there in 94 when Purdue had Glenn Robinson, and it was like Elvis entered the building when they were there at the Sweet 16, and Duke was there with Grant Hill, and Gene Cady still couldn't make it to the Final Four. Sorry, Gene. No, no, his best, his best uh, shot was with that 
uh, Glenn Robinson and the group that was with Glenn Robinson. They, that was phenomenal. I think uh, you can still ask people about the show Glenn Robinson put on at the Fieldhouse one afternoon. Um, no, he, I mean, everybody again, knows again, how again, great we're, we're Grant talking, Hill was. We're, that year, we're talking, the country they, was they run both, by Glenn Robinson. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, they both they both should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and I would argue if you really wanted to do a deep dive, he's the guy in two years at UWM who set UWM up for the success it had under Bruce Pearl with his first couple of recruiting classes, with his renovations of the building, with his involvement of sponsors. Um, he set UWM up for what subsequently became a run of two, you know, a couple three. Uh, NCAA tournament bids. That started when they hired Bo Ryan. There's no question that started when they hired Bo Ryan. And, All right. And I, I don't think Bruce Pearl's ever thanked him publicly, but he should. All right. Well. Because, uh, yeah. No, he started it. Um, so, yeah. All right. So I talk mean, to your just, peeps. You got to know people. You're old enough. You know somebody. You knew Naismith personally. Um, so I we got to find out. Who the people are that can change this? Because those people exist. You know, I don't know. I, I I tend to think it's the guys with the most pull are the guys that run basketball in this country. The Jerry Colangelo's of the world, and huh? the Mike Shashevsky's, Mike Shashevsky's of the world, and those guys seem to run huh? run basketball. And, and, um. But again, it's it's just not right. And and if you go down and, and look at some of the people that are in there, you think, my God, Bo Ryan's not in here? Back off, back off. I know. I, I agree totally. All right, Otsi, it's a job that needs to get done. Got it done in the NFL. Uh, I'm, I'm wanting this. I'm also pushing hard in the Marquette group to get uh, Chris O'Toole in the Marquette Hall of Fame because I believe he's the greatest one-eye player in the history of college basketball. I haven't gotten much support one, there either because, yeah, he had one eye. I'd have to think about that. But you tell I'm me sure and find other, me. I don't think so. I'm, I'm sure there have been other one-eyed players. All right, well, then you start looking up. I said the same thing to Shaka Smart. He said, well, you know, I think there are more. And I said, all right, you do your work because you know what you're going to discover? They're a lot less than you thought. And I'm not talking about, you know, one bad vision in one eye. I'm talking he can take out one of his eyes for you if you wish. Well, that that would uh, if you're, that'd scare a guy if you were posting him up. Well, uh, I think so. Uh, and how do you how do you block shots? How do you play at the level he played at in college with one eye, huh? Um, you do my, some work on my buddy. My buddy uh, I played with in high school has basically had only use of one eye, and he was one of the best shooters I've ever seen from distance. So, all right, it well, can be done. It can be done. Yeah. Well, uh, I look forward to your research and uh, adding to the list that I have because it's very short. Thanks, Oti. <laughs> all right, anytime, Homer. You bet. Tom Oates. Yes, that's right. Bo Ryan has to get into the Basketball Hall of Fame and soon. Won't happen this year again. Not even listed as one of the finalists. That's why the story was written by Jeff Patrikas. Yes, Marquette fans should be in the group. 
That's how bad it is that Bo Ryan isn't in the Hall of Fame. Next. You're listening to Homer and Tony on 94.5 ESPN. Missed any of the show? Find us on Wisconsin On Demand or wherever you get your podcasts. It's free, it's everywhere, and it's for you. The Hall of Famer on assignment. Tomorrow we'll be back together as Marquette. Tomorrow night we'll play at home against DePaul. A win and they guarantee a Big East Conference regular season championship. I remember the last time uh, a team won that was picked ninth in the conference in the preseason prediction. And again, they do it tomorrow night. They will have clinched the Big East championship with two games remaining. They have a two-game lead with three to go. So in order to have a share and a banner, all they have to do is win one of the next three. I'm not shocked, so I don't have to say all the things you have to say. People will likely have a chance to celebrate following the DePaul game because that will guarantee a share, at least a share, of the Big East regular season championship. All right, time for the one call, that's all. One call, that's all. And just to recap our one calls from last weekend, Homer had Marquette be, uh, uh, moving up to number nine or better in the new poll that came out on Monday, which that happened, so he got his correct. The coach's poll, Marquette, went to number nine. Yep. Uh, Tony Hall of Famer had Max Homa winning the Genesis Invitational. I believe John Rahm won that. He so did. He, yeah. he got that wrong. And I had Matt McClung winning the Slam Dunk Contest, which he did, and Damian Lillard winning the three-point contest. Contest, which he did as well. That was impressive. Uh, how did you know McClung? I I, I thought for sure, because he was only like short guy in there, like six two, and they were so and the judges were so enthralled when uh, what was it? Nate Robinson won the slam dunk Correct. contest that the one year. Short guy, so they small. love short guys. Yeah, so they, if if he could throw, I thought if he could pull off some fantastic dunks, being only six two, that they would really get the good scores from the judges, and he did so. And I was not aware of it as much. He played at Georgetown, and he was a good player, but. He never did anything in a game of any dunk uh, amazement, and yet Tony said, yeah, well, that's because he's one of those guys that can dunk, but not necessarily during a game. I didn't know those people existed, or I didn't think any of them ever played to where you would have known it. But uh, very good player and trying to get in the uh, NBA and play some, but had no idea that he was a historic dunk guy, even though never during the game. Uh, I am putting Marquette up another spot. They're at nine and one pole. They will move up to eight. No, I'm going to go with seven. Uh, they only have one game before then. They should defeat DePaul. And so uh, I got Marquette up to seven, which I think is the highest they've been. And uh, somebody's going to have to figure that out. But I think they got to eight in recent times. I don't know the last time they were as high as seven. Uh, the Hall of Famer gave me his earlier today. He's, he's going to say your one call is going to be wrong, whatever you pick for the one call. <laughs> and I'm taking Michigan to beat Wisconsin on Sunday. Big game for two bubble teams trying to go at it. Wow, so. that's mean. Uh, mine is, again, Marquette moves up from nine to seven in at least one of the polls, and that might even be the one where uh, Pebble says it doesn't really count. Net rankings, baby. It's all that matters. Net uh, rankings. Yep. The best one I'm going to mention, if they're 7-1 and one and 14 and another, where are they to meet, Pebble? Seven. Number seven. Close, please. I don't have to do nothing but stay black and die. White people. I will bet anybody. I can't do it. We'll do it live. 
Do it live. So I'll write it and we'll do it live. This thing sucks. Whatever you